0: Welcome to another episode of Kiss My Mic. Our theme this month is sports and fitness, to hear stories from Filipino Americans about their sports and fitness journey. My guest today is Maricel Jones. Maricel is an entrepreneur, stretch therapist, personal trainer, national bikini competitor, and a mom. She's based in Philadelphia and is the owner of F45 Training, a membership-based community training program that uses a mix of circuit and hit-style workouts geared towards everyday movement. Welcome to the show, Maricel. Hi, how are you?
1: Hi.
0: Thank you for having me. It's I'm it's excited. my honor. Yes, same same same. It's an honor uh, for me to have you. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for grazing the show. And special shout out to Chef Cheryl, who introduced me to you. So um, yeah, so welcome to the show. Um, Marisol, you have a very unique and very interesting background. You're a mom entrepreneur, mom trip, mom and then you have so much background in fitness, so we'll dive into that. But if that's okay with you, my first question, let me ask you your fir- the first question, is really more about how you got started in this fitness journey. Yeah, if you can share a story and tell a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, no worries. So um, I actually grew up in Australia um, and it, where I lived, it was uh, we were naturally pretty active um, mm-hmm. and I had a pretty good metabolism when I was younger. I was kind of that type of person that could eat pretty much anything. And of course, being a Filipina, I love food um, <laughs> and still be OK. But then as I started getting older, um, and started being less active, I noticed, you know, that my body was changing. I couldn't, couldn't quite eat the way I used to. Um, and I also had a high stress job. So then I started getting more into fitness and yoga. As I said, like I was naturally active anyway, we lived near a beach and we used to go on walks and stuff like that. But then as I started transitioning to um, more of a desk job and and doing things where I wasn't very active, I noticed the change in my body and I noticed the difference it had on also my mental and emotional health. Um, mm-hmm. So then as I started doing a job where it was high stress and I was um, on call almost 24-7, I realized that I really needed something to help de-stress um mm-hmm. so then I started getting more into incorporating and being more mindful of incorporating fitness into my lifestyle. Um especially yoga at the beginning was very very helpful for me um in and de-stressing and dealing mm-hmm. with uh the the job that I was I was um entailed to do every day and then also just being more active. I just realized how beneficial it was for me personally um to to be fit and be more active it made me much more productive, made me less stressed. Um, And Mm -hmm. it was kind of my own like little therapy to get through the day to day. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No, that's, that's great. It's very inspiring also because a lot of us deal with stressful situations, you know, working on day to day jobs. So I have two questions on, on that note. The first one is when it comes to your journey, transitioning back into the fitness routine, how easy or difficult What was it to get back into that fitness mindset and routine? And then, so that's the first one. And secondly, for a lot of people like myself who deal with stressful job situations, what's your advice for people like me to actually get there? Because, you know, I, I can speak for myself. I like the idea and the vision. I keep telling myself, but doing it, it's another, it's the problem. So, so yeah. I think that's the
1: hardest thing for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is is mindset. Um, and I think a lot of it is just kind of uh, first initially is just taking that step to show up, just mm-hmm. choosing to do something whether, and it doesn't necessarily have to be to go to a gym or to a class, just doing something a little bit more active than what you're currently doing and slowly starting incorporating it into hopefully your daily lifestyle. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it is very hard, especially if you're not used to working out. Um, if you do have a very busy lifestyle, um, it's hard to start, but once you do get started, it's also building on that momentum. Um, mm-hmm. especially I find I do just like everyone else, like you kind of have your spurts where you feel more motivated. Um, and you know, you've got that, I guess, more positive outlook and, and, uh, mindset to, to go in and incorporate fitness and, and do stuff in your life. That's going to, you know, make you healthier and make you fitter. But of course, then things happen. Life happens, you know, sometimes you go through that emotional up and down and that's normal. Um, And it's just trying to, I guess, get that mindset to take that first step. Once you do that first step, and then keep building momentum, then it becomes a little bit easier. And then obviously, once you actually start it, then you actually get to see and feel the physical and mental and emotional benefits for it. And then once you do that, then it's a lot easier to keep. It's just taking that first one or two steps is usually the hardest part.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. But it makes sense. I mean, that's, really motivating. And I'm I'm always inspired, you know, hearing from people because it makes a difference, you know, to say those things. I mean, you're definitely, you know, like a, a fitness um, trainer, personal trainer, because, you know, you're very good in motivating and inspiring others. So good message about showing up, taking the first step, and then building the momentum. So I think, you know you also mentioned about mental health which you know i'm i'm also curious how you're infusing that into your program so so maybe 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 if you can talk a little bit about that um before i get to some other questions that i have
1: yeah i mean with with fitness it so. it naturally becomes Um, beneficial mentally and emotionally. Once you're in a better physical state, then obviously it kind of intertwines with the rest of your rest of you. Um, Mm -hmm. so, like, in regards to mental health, I think there is, I guess, a connotation when it comes to fitness that you have to be restrictive, that you have to be really disciplined and stuff like that in order to look a certain way or feel a certain way. And that's one part I think you know, would be great that we continue to change that mentality is that looking at the overall benefits of Mm -hmm. of fitness in, in the, in health in general, um, as you do start to move more and move better, it naturally then goes into our mental and emotional state. It physically like changing your physic physicality actually does affect your emotional, um, and mental state as well. So it kind of comes hand in hand. I That's what's so important to me with fitness is that there's not just a physical aspect. It actually mm-hmm. has the more important part is the emotional mental side, especially as we start to get older. And, and it becomes, as I said, like a way to actually help you deal with everyday life. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's important to look at it in that aspect rather than looking at the physical side and just seeing it as, you know, you wanted to look a certain way or be, be, um, have your body a certain way. It's better mm-hmm. to look at it in the other aspects and the benefits of, of fitness and how yeah. it actually affects your mental mentality and emotions.
0: It's perfect because it's actually a segueing into my next question, which is what is your, Overall philosophy when it comes to fitness. And I think you covered kind of all the different aspects, you know, not just the physicality, but also the mental and emotional. And it's very interesting because you talked also about, you know, the perception to look a certain way. So what are your thoughts on that? Like how predominant that kind of notion is for people to want to be fit because of the certain kind of fit standards and how do you address that um you know with your clients or your overall thought process
1: i think um just trying to be more real and more vulnerable about it i think especially with social media it's ultimately a highlight reel right it doesn't Mm -hmm. show you a lot of the times people don't show you the not-so-pretty side of fitness. It doesn't show you people sweating and crying or whatever or feeling a certain way. Um, and that's kind of how I look at it is like when I do talk to my clients and what I do put out there in social media, even though I haven't been utilizing it as much recently, is trying to to be real about it, actually show mm-hmm. you know the everyday um what what it looks like for the average person as well knowing that everybody's body is different the way we live is different obviously our mentality about fitness is going to be different so when i do approach clients and and work with people it's basically knowing where they currently are and helping Mm -hmm. them so finding out where they want to be and incorporating that in their everyday lives, trying not to make big changes that they're not going to be able to maintain, um, actually making more incremental changes and changes that they're going to be able to keep for for the long term. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, for me, the, the basic concept around being healthy and being fit is finding what is right for you your body and customizing it so that it's able to be maintained um, mm-hmm. and then just being able to to live better each day and it's not about just looking good or you know it, or being a certain way like that will only take you so far anyway if mm-hmm. you feel better in your body if you're more confident if you're less stressed then it's naturally going to mm-hmm. to be something that you want to do on a more regular basis, and you'll feel the difference. And you're, and the people around you will notice the difference in, in you as well. So for me, with fitness and health, it's more about finding the right balance. Um, and that means not necessarily incorporating just the active side of things. The rest and mm-hmm. self-care is just as important um, in mm-hmm. finding that full balance for for each individual. It's not a one-size-fits-all model yeah
0: so the rest part i'm definitely doing (laughs) probably more so than the the acting (laughs) side but that's a good message you know about being balanced and you know um yeah basically addressing kind of looking a certain way and being real it's uh, it's really interesting because i was looking at your instagram profile and you know you post pictures about being a a mom right so you know to me i feel like that's also an example of just being real and being authentic. So, and, and you're also an entrepreneur. You know, you're a mom entrepreneur. So maybe <laughs> t- talk talk to us a little bit about that. Like, how does that play a role in your fitness journey, and and why is that important to you as well to be able to showcase kind of the authentic side of you as well?
1: Yeah, I think. Um, well, being a mom, especially girls, I want to make sure I am giving them being a good role model like i want them not to have these unrealistic goals or you know as i said like on social media you see all the the good stuff and you you forget the, all the stuff that you know people have done beforehand even you know the most famous people and and the most recognized people a lot of them started somewhere and worked mm-hmm. their way up but people forget you know, how much work and, and dedication and stuff like that it, it took to get them to where they need to be. Um, so I think for me, like fitness and health is, is specifically important, not just for me, but for my whole family, for everyone around me. Like I want to inspire um, and be a good role model for my girls and for, for all people around me, I want to be, you know, that positive um, person that, that brings more things, better things in the world, rather than Mm -hmm. focusing on things that aren't realistic or making people feel, um, less confident and less, you know, have less self-esteem. So that's why I think it's important to be authentic so people can see that that we are all still human. We all have ups, ups and downs. Um, mm-hmm. But having that said, we are also still very strong and very capable. Um, so I think it's, you know, showing all those different sides. And like I said, being a mom and a business owner for me, it's something I've always wanted to do in both aspects. Family is a huge um, influence in my life. Um, mm-hmm. And I want, and it's, you know, it's very important to me. Obviously, Filipinas are, are very much <laughs> Filipinas are very much about family. Um, mm-hmm. So it's important for me that I I am that positive role model for my kids, and and also just for me personally to have my own goals as well. That I'm not necessarily just a mom or or whatever stereotyped into one area. I everyone is capable of doing basically whatever they want. Um, it's just, you know, having that, I guess, mentality and, and drive and support to to be able to get there.
0: Yeah. No, that, that, that makes sense. I mean, inspiring your family to also look into the fitness journey and, and think about it as well. I mean, you mentioned about Filipino family. Um, so maybe I, I want to dive deep into that a little bit, Maricel. So there is the notion that Filipino food as a whole, or maybe maybe even lifestyle—I think I'm not sure—is sort of unhealthy. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um,
1: I think I mean, growing up, uh, both my parents are Filipino. <laughs> and, you know, growing up, I guess in a traditional Filipino environment uh, originally food and, you know, and having strong traditions is, is important. And I think it's very, very important to always, um, honor your roots and, and know where you come from and embrace it. Um, but in regards to health and fitness, I think it's, it's still technically, you know, like anything else, like a stereotype, obviously there is generalizations that people have, but that's exactly what it is. It's a generalization. It doesn't, It doesn't showcase what everyone really feels or lives or, or you know, thinks. So I think Mm -hmm. ultimately it's going to come down to you and your individual lifestyle and experience and, and, you know, where you want to go um, when it comes to health and fitness. I think um, food is always going to be a pretty... Important part of our lifestyle, because that's the way a lot of times that's the way we, you know, showcase our love and, and affection mm-hmm. for people is sharing, sharing a meal together. And I think that's still beautiful. Um, and that's great that we have that strong bond with each other and and with our family. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, as as especially as we get older and we're living longer, um, health is really important to try to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, And that for me was definitely hard when I was doing my own, you know, fitness journey and and health changing to a healthier lifestyle is incorporating, you know, my love for food on a, in moderation and in a healthy way.
0: I think that's, that's great message about, I mean, you know, once again, the balance and also honoring tradition and also the breaking the stereotypes, because, you know, I think it may not be true because that's like just a generalized view of what really is is out there. Uh, but overall, I think those are are great um, responses and advice. So, ta- so, so more on the food. Um, I do have two more, few more questions on this. So, I guess the first one is, what's your favorite Filipino food?
1: <laughs>
0: well, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or food. I,
1: have, I am. I'm a foodie. I love. Yeah. Basically anything Filipino, um, denoga <laughs> oh I
0: love. Oh my and gosh, yeah. Yeah. canola.
1: Yeah. one of my favorites. Um, basically anything my mom cooks, like, like, based, anything Filipino, I don't have any restrictions. I love it all. <laughs> but mm. I would say those two are like, I guess, the my top favorite, two. some of my favorite oh, dishes. Wow. And shopao. Oh.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so hard to find soup here in North Carolina. I'm not sure in Philadelphia how easy it is to get Filipino food, but I think probably more more choices up there cuz I used to live in New Jersey. So Okay. Um well, those are all good choices. did go on um chicken tinola and soup So, amazing. I'm sure there's a lot more. There's a lot more. But what is what is your overall thoughts or pers- you know, like feedback? on dieting as a whole like what's do people need to diet like what's your, up, your approach or advice that people want to consider okay i want to go on. i want to diet like what are your thoughts on that
1: i personally don't really like the word diet because then it brings that mm. negative connotation of having to be restrictive um, yeah. and having to be super disciplined in order to be healthy and i don't think that's the case at all i think um, it's it's ultimately going to come down to moderation and what mm-hmm. you know your lifestyle and your goals. So, I mean, obviously, nutrition is a huge factor in anyone's lifestyle and their health. Um, but I think with with food, um, it's important to to still incorporate, like, even if you do have strong goals and you want to want to follow a specific meal plan or program, that's great. But Mm -hmm. I look at it more as an overall lifestyle. Like if you are making those choices, is it something you can maintain for the long term? Because a lot of the times when people do go on a so-called diet, it's something that they can do for a month or two or three or whatever. But then as soon as they, you know, go to a birthday party or have an event or something, (laughs) then they find find themselves binge eating. And then all of a sudden you can't stop. So, and I don't think obviously that's not very healthy. So I'm, I'm more under the, the view of finding a good balance, still incorporating Mm -hmm. days where you can celebrate and have a, you know, a meal of not thinking about it and just enjoying yourself, but then also Mm -hmm. still having that balance throughout the week of overall have eating healthier choices um but yeah i don't really like the word diet and i personally don't really go on a restrictive diet even when i was bodybuilding i still was realistic in i would still have a piece of pizza sometimes with my family Mm -hmm. or eat some filipino food um but i'd incorporate it and know you know when to have it rather than eating it all the time (laughs) 24 7. it was like all right i'm gonna be healthy 70 to 90 percent of the time and still have whatever, you know, food yeah. I want to eat with the rest of my family.
0: This is really, really great. I mean, it's very, you know, educational, you know, even with kind of the terminologies that that make a difference really in terms of how we're using the words. Right. So there's always uh, something to learn every day. So I think that's that's really great to focus more on the nutrition and the moderation. Um Versus the restrictive, you know, to your point, it makes it hard. You're right. Um, so let me ask you, Marisol, about your, um, I guess, entrepreneurship background. So you, you're the owner of F Forty Five Trading. So how how did that come about? How did how did you start? You know, the the company.
1: Yeah. So so F Forty Five is actually a franchise. So mm-hmm. there's there's. Literally thousands of them all over the world. Um, when I started personal training and doing yoga, um, I knew that I always wanted to own my own business and maybe even create my own program. Um, and at the time, I was—I um, had my two daughters. I just had uh, my second daughter, so I was looking at deciding whether I wanted to open my own gym. Or mm-hmm. whether I wanted to find a system, um, like a franchise. So ultimately I ended up going with the franchise route just because I thought it was going to be, um, better for me as my first business. And because of where I was with my family, I wanted to have a business that had a proven record and, and system that worked, um, had already, you know, some sort of brand awareness and, and because it was, the first time I opened a business and I also moved from Australia to America, I wasn't really sure what was the best Mm -hmm. way to do it. So I thought doing it through a franchise, I'm going to have more guidance and help um, and a system in place where I'm not going to be here 24 seven and can still have some sort of balance and be at home with my kids. Um, So that's why I mainly chose that. Mm -hmm. But I do still ultimately want to create my own program and have, and have, you know, a system of my own. Uh, but this has definitely been a great learning curve. I actually opened five weeks before the pandemic, so it hasn't been <laughs> wow. it wasn't the best timing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the program itself is amazing. The community mm-hmm. we've created, which is the most important part, um, has has been the best part of it all um, and making a difference in people's lives. Um, so, yeah, so that's why yeah. I'm on the franchise route, but I am in the near future looking at actually creating my own program as well.
0: That, that's amazing. I mean, you know, with everything you're doing, Marisol, I mean, I think you should change your Instagram handle to Super Mama Fit Jones. I mean, <laughs> you're like a superhero, you know, being able to do all of that. It's really inspiring because, you know, I, I, people can, I, I can relate as well, like people trying to figure out the next path you know to own a business but you did it i mean you know what i mean like you you went through it you you took a risk and you're you're going through it and i know it's not i'm sure it's not easy um but (laughs) any other um thoughts that you can think of so for so for instance in terms of the program itself are you allowed to sort of customize the the program that's within f45 or you know Talk to us a little bit about that, yeah,
1: because it's because it's a franchise because it is a set system, we are limited to what we can change and customize mm-hmm. we the program is great though because you can. Um, customize it based on that person's needs. So with our program, you know, pretty much any fitness level, you can come to the studio and you're always working with personal trainers. So if there is someone that has injuries or, you know, or something that might hinder their certain movements and mobility, we're able to adjust it as needed. Um, so in that respect, yes, we can customize it. But ultimately, there is a set system and program that we follow, and we just customize it based on on each client's ability.
0: Wow. Yeah, I have to check if there a a F45 here in my area. So <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I've, I could just I, – I could probably just go for a walk to start with. Yes. But uh, – <laughs> It's it's been great to hear your stories. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you do I call you a coach? Do people call you a coach when they're training? They do. All coach, the time. okay. <laughs> coach. Um it's really inspiring, even your story coming from Australia, you know, to you know, being here, participate, competing in bikini competition, you know, like wow, tell tell us a little bit about that. Like, you know, what were some of your takeaways from from those experiences?
1: Um, it was, it was, uh, it was very fascinating, actually. The, the reason why I, it was never really, uh, a goal of mine originally, but then once I started personal training, um, and, you know, getting more into the specifics of what the body's capable of, I was curious as to, you know, whether Mm -hmm. I could, could be disciplined enough to do stuff like that. And as I said, I'm such a foodie and always, and for me, nutrition was always the hardest part. Um, but I like movement wasn't really so much a problem. I, once I did it, I enjoyed it. I loved it. And like I said, I could feel the benefits. Um, but yeah, with the journey for bodybuilding, it's just, obviously there is a certain amount of discipline to it. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's, That was kind of my challenge to myself to see if I could do it and also just to learn more about the body and what it was capable of. And it's really interesting to especially my last one, um, when I first did a bikini competition, I did a couple different divisions and one of them was actually 10 months after I had my second daughter.
0: And Come on
1: materials. wow <laughs> yeah, and it was pretty amazing to just see what the body's capable of yeah um you know to going from being able to house a little human in your body and then changing mm-hmm. your physique to to be able to stand on stage in a bikini um it's really fascinating to to see what the body's capable of if you give it the right I guess um nourishment and activity. Mm-hmm you can really achieve pretty much anything. Um, yeah. I the biggest takeaway for me was, you know, that I it gave me a lot more confidence and I wouldn't have been mm-hmm. able to do it without the support of my husband and my friends and family. Um, so that support system is also really, really important, whether you are mm-hmm. got a specific goal in fitness and health or whether you just want to live a healthier lifestyle, having a good support system and, and people around you that are are supporting you in achieving your goals and and that healthy lifestyle is also just as important. Um, So those two are probably the biggest takeaways for me is actually having the belief in yourself to be able to do it um, and knowing that you're capable and then also having that important support system around you um, to, that will also make or break your progress as well.
0: Amazing. Having the belief in yourself and then finding the support system. I mean you're very driven, really, you know, when if I feel like when you have a goal, you're definitely driven in, you know, um achieving them. So that's that's very inspiring. But you know, it's not easy, right? So I think it's also important to to highlight that. Um coach Marisol, I'm truly inspired by your stories. I feel like you know, this deserves to be like in a documentary or like a movie about your life when you, when you told me the story about competing in the bikini competition, like, was it 10 months after you had your second baby? Like, oh my gosh, like, wow, wow. So much, you know, hats off to you. Kudos to you for what you're doing to the community. Um, you know, the fitness journey. Tell us how, what's like the next step for you, you know, uh, coach Marcel, like, you know, right now, what's kind of top of your mind to do, like, in the next few months?
1: Well, I'm actually pregnant, and I'm due ah. to have my baby.
0: Um, Congrats! In the
1: next-
0: <laughs> wow! couple <laughs> of weeks? Wow! Amazing!
1: <laughs> so, baby number three is on its way, so that's kind of obviously <laughs> the most immediate <laughs> thing that's <laughs> going to happen in the next few months. Um, but I would like to... Uh, next year, I would like to really focus on creating my own, um, my own fitness program, actually specifically mm-hmm. for, for pre and postnatal and, and women who are pregnant and, you know, just kind of getting a healthier, um, mm-hmm. lifestyle in general for moms as well. For the busy mom, it is really hard. Um, so that's kind of where I'm leading towards is focusing more on, um, creating a program. Yeah around pregnancy and, and the busy mom lifestyle, but also incorporating that into the entrepreneur side of creating that into a business.
0: Yeah. I think mean, it's great to really have a specific kind of sort of audience in mind and also to work with those people that can resonate with your own experience as well. I think that's, that's perfect. Well, how, how else can people support you, uh, Coach, at this point?
1: Basically, I think just, uh, I guess, following my, my journey, I'm going to be a lot more active on social media once the baby's born. Um, so I'll be, you know, posting like my my post-pregnancy workouts and, and stuff like that. And, and once I do eventually come out with my program and stuff, I would love to obviously, you know, really um, get that out there. Uh, specifically to help to help moms and and more women um, live a healthier lifestyle.
0: Amazing! Yes, definitely check out Chef Marisol's IG at Mama Fit Jones. Correct?
1: Fit Mama Jones. Fit Mama, <laughs> Mama
0: Jones. Okay. <laughs> Fit Mama Jones. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Coach Marisol. I think I know we covered some of it throughout the discussion already. Any other final thoughts in terms of your advice to? People who, you know, really want to go on this journey as well.
1: So, um, so just taking that first step and knowing that you're capable of doing it is probably the most important thing. Um, as I mentioned before, you're the having a support system is really important. So, if you can do it with a friend or a partner or a family member, you're more likely able to, you know, do something that you can maintain and making it more fun. Don't look at it as a chore or something that you have Mm -hmm. to do. Um, try and find something that you can maintain, something that you enjoy doing. It could be just yeah. taking a walk with friends um, or maybe trying out a class or something like that. Um, I think that's the most important thing is just taking that first step, having having the support around you to do it and, and believing in yourself and knowing that ultimately you're going to feel better and be better for incorporating it into your life
0: absolutely great amazing words from coach marisol i think the one thing that stood out to me towards the end also is the importance of making it fun right so it's been really fun getting to know you coach marisol i think that advice to have fun applies to so many things that we're doing um you know in fitness as well so it's been great to hear from you i'm inspired and i hope that others are too so Let's go out there and have fun. So thank you so much, Coach. Wish you all the best. And thanks for being here.